it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationships, well-being and yoga. And today my special guest is Deirdre Maguire and Deirdre is a world-class mind wellness specialist, life coach, author, speaker and founder of the Stress Solution System. She helps people get happier through various online programs and her personal journey became her professional passion and today she's never been older, fitter or happier because she knows the happiness and effective living is a life life skill. So welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you so very much. Uh, I'm delighted to be here um, in County Down. I'm at the foot of the mountains of Mourne in Newcastle in County Down. And um, I'm very blessed and very happy to be here and to be connecting with you today, Gemma. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to hear what you've got to say. Yeah, it's going to be fun. (laughs) Well, Um, I'll endeavour to um, share my wisdom the best way I can. Yeah. And why not? So how did you kind of get into this? What was your story previous to what what you do now, I suppose? Well, uh, I was a teacher by trade. um, And uh, I do have, uh, you know, my story, as we all do. Um, Teaching was what I was doing. But uh, what was going on in my emotional life was very, very different. And... um, um, 20 years ago, um, my darling father, whom I loved very much, uh, uh, took his own life. And uh, yeah, so um, I am the eldest of five children and he had everything. You know, he had five children who loved him. He had uh, 10 grandchildren at that point. Uh, He had a wife who loved him. He had a business. Um, He was a very successful businessman, but... um, you know, inside he had hurts and pains from the past mm-hmm. that uh, he didn't know how to deal with. And in the end, he went with the only option, left him and he took his own life. Oh. And, you know, I had made it my mission uh, to save my dad. and uh, Nothing had worked. And so his death was the lowest point of my life. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as I say to people now, Um, That was 22 years ago. Um, As I say to people now, what if the lowest point is actually the turning point? Yes. uh, That's actually what happened. You know, I began my journey. um, You know, I was already a teacher, um, but I wanted something else. And uh, so I found in the beginning, I found uh, 12 step recovery. Um, my father was using alcohol to um, to solve his problems at the end. And that got me into um, Al-Anon, which is for family and friends of alcoholics. Um, I uh, and, and that gave me the gateway into 
um, being able to speak about emotions, uh, to come out of hiding, to yeah. come out of, of shame and guilt. You know, the, you know, as I say, the private pain and the public shame of suicide, you know, zapped my body relentlessly. That's the way I felt at the time. Yeah. I couldn't save him. So there was fundamentally something wrong with me because I couldn't do that. I don't feel at all. I work with a lot of people who are suicidal. I work with people who have been, you know, had suicide in their family. And, um, you know, essentially today, I believe that suicide is an emotional coping skill. Yeah. Because, it, 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 you know, it's it's a, a skill that you, you, you know, have perfected. And um, thankfully, I've been able to work with people who weren't able to get it right, and they were right on the cusp of it. And then when I was able to understand th their thinking and their mindset, then that um, helps me to help others. Yeah. And so that, that's the bottom line. That's what makes me an expert. I'm very good at what I do because I have been there, done it and got the t-shirt. Yeah. I was, you know, my own toughest client. Yeah. Uh, and and so I well. he lost he lost his father when he was 13 through through suicide. So he your partner? No, yeah, my husband. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so, he lost his dad uh, when when my husband was 13 years old. Just awful. Yeah. So you know it, what, what it's like. It's awful. Yeah, and, and as well, he had everything. So yeah, it's just isn't uh, it interesting? He had everything that we call it everything, and you have nothing if yeah. you don't have your emotional coping skills. If you don't have emotional resources, you, none of the rest of it's any use. Yeah, it's yeah. just no, it's just no use. So, uh, like I say, my personal journey became my professional passion, and um, I became a life coach. You know, I had helped myself first and now I was helping others and uh you know that was so rewarding and it took time to do that to graduate from um, into full-time work and then just uh, cutting a long story short just as I had done that I got cancer oh no wow and, yeah wow. I got a cancer diagnosis My so gosh. you know complete with an 18 month prognosis nice. and uh, again what I say is what I remember most it's not, it's actually not the solemn face of the doctor as he declared that surgery would be first followed by chemotherapy, then radiation. What I remember most isn't even that I was going to die. Mm -hmm. What I remember most is that I had not lived. Yeah. You know, yeah. I hadn't lived. I was 56 and I, I stress, you know, the posh word for fear had been driving me all my life, just like my father before me. And yeah. You know, this is what I know today. I know that this is how we operate. We operate out of patterns of thinking, patterns of belief systems. And we get these from those we modeled with our primary caregivers, our, our parents, our teachers, um, our cultural conditioning. And they set us up with a belief system that doesn't necessarily serve us. Yeah. So my, my, my passion today, you know, uh, is to to help people to become free uh, from the stuff that was holding them back yeah. and and they're also free to design their lives and um 
that's why I say I've never been older. I've never been fitter. I've never been happier. You know, I'm 66. I don't look it. You I'm a, no, I'm a CrossFit athlete. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's a better identity to have. You know, the old identity was I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, a product of the system, mm -hmm. you know, part of my story was, you know, my parents wanted the best for me and they wanted me to have what they didn't have. Yeah. Um, they sent me to boarding school wow. um, and it was traumatic. It's yeah. really just pure trauma. Yeah. And, uh, but it's, it, you know, I don't, I don't blame people. I did before I knew how to look at it differently. Yeah. But today, yeah. you know, I see that every single step has brought me to where I am and yeah. yeah so I have consolidated everything I've learned and um I actually created my own system I have an eight-week online system it's called the stress solution system and I use it as an online I also use it I you know have one-to-one -one clients and um you know I do a version of it uh, with them and I run retreats I and um, we're now pivoting into corporate. Oh, wow. Um, That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want I this work needs to be mainstream, Gemma. I'm sure it you does. feel yeah. especially uh, in the corporate world as well. Most definitely. And actually, I before I did this, I was a veterinary nurse and the amount of vets and nurses actually that would take their life was just awful. The same as doctors because it's so really? stressful. it's such a stressful environment job to be in that yeah they just can't cope so your your stress solution system would be incredible for that well this is what i say there's no need to die there yeah. is no need to die and there's no need to die inside a little more every day yeah you know just because like my father didn't wake up one day and say oh today's the day i'm going to kill myself he didn't yeah. You know, this is cumulative. There's a compound effect of not dealing with our emotions. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's nobody's fault. Nobody knew how to deal with emotions. You know, I, you know, I describe us as emotional dinosaurs in, in some way, you know, living in a galactical universe with yeah. you know, the phone, the computer, the this, that, and the other. And we, we don't even know how to handle it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, that's incredible. And with the, the stress solution, so say um, people will come to you and they are suicidal. Mm. What are your, like, what's your framework or things like that, that they can then go away with? But I suppose, yeah, it's a, it's a one-to-one -one program, like you said earlier. Well, you, you can do, I, we do it, I do it as a one-to-one. -one, um, and I also have an online, which is an, um, you know, with a group. Um, and, uh, but really essentially what I do is show them that really there's nothing wrong with them. You yeah. know, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. Yeah. Um, you're simply producing a result. Yeah. Uh, so there's no judgment on the result that you're currently producing. Yeah. Uh, the question is, do you like the result you're producing? And, you know, if you're suicidal, it's not likely. Mm -hmm. And so then what I can do is unpack how you have gotten to here. What, yeah. you know, how, what do you believe? Essentially, essentially, I believe, Gemma, that our beliefs drive our lives. Yeah. In any given moment, when I'm stressed, when I'm frightened, when I'm angry, when I am guilty, when I am ashamed, 
what do I believe to be true in this moment? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and and does the belief serve me? Is it true? You know, and so then I'll find out what do you believe? And you say, well, I believe I'm not good enough. And then I ask the question, is it true that you are not good enough? And you can only answer yes or no. Yeah. And, and, and you know, people will defend it. They'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say, no, no. It's yes. only yes or no. So then the mind has to say, no, it's not true that I'm not good enough. Yes. Or they do say, yes, it's absolutely true I'm not good enough. And I say, how do you know? And then they'll say, well, because when I was seven, my mother said, my father, when they, I was in the primary school yard, I got bullied. When my father and mother split up, I believed that I wasn't good enough or something. So we find, the, so I go to the root cause. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This, and the root I, cause is incredible because it actually has so many different avenues off of that to then try yeah. and figure out why you think you aren't good enough. So I say, prove to me you're not good enough. And like for my, for me, mm -hmm. I didn't do well in my exams, you know, at one stage. And I would say, well, I'm a failure. You know, I believed I had an identity of being a failure. And then that's the lens of life that you're looking through. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how successful you are. It doesn't matter how many people love you. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. If you do not if you believe that you are unlovable and not good enough because you are a failure mm -hmm. trust me i know this one i've been an expert at it i was an expert failure and I remember when i was doing my work you know and the uh, the the client the i was the client and the practitioner said um, well how do you know you're a failure Deirdre? And I said, well, I've got examination certificates to prove it, you know, <laughs> fail, fail, fail. I mean, but when we put it into context, yeah, you know, I was in a quite a dysfunctional setting when I was doing my exams. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know, I was talking to the other day about this, you know, in my life, when I was 16, the love of my life turned up, you know, the person I thought was the love of my life turned up. And it was the first person who had actually ever shown me love. And then the night before my first exam, my first A-level exam, we broke up and he broke oh. up with me. So that was the ultimate rejection. Yes. So was I focused on my exams? I was not, you know, and I failed my exams. So then I became the failure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really interesting how, how we do it differently. Like I was working with a client last night. She was in awful circumstances her 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 circumstances were awful when she was doing her exams and her mind flipped it that this was the only way for her to get out of the impossible situation that she was in so she focused completely on her exams and passed them with flying colors okay now who was the success and who was the failure they're both a result yeah they're both a result based on past experiences. And, but, you know, she's sitting with me now with ultimate success, materialistic success, financial success, all kinds of success, but there's a part of her life not working. Mm -hmm. And so when we know how to be curious, not judgmental, yeah, to be at peace with ourselves, to turn off the inner dialogue, to have skills that turns off 
that inner dialogue. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I get to use it every day. You know, I'll tell you, Gemma, I was at the gym this morning. Um, I was at CrossFit. We call it a box. That's what we call the gym, a box. <laughs> and I was there this morning at my class and we did, we about to do our warm up, and I just looked down at my shoes and I had, I had the wrong shoes on. Oh no. <laughs> I had a pair of my running shoes. They're not running shoes, you know, my yeah. cosmetic running shoes. I just died and I thought, my God, what was I thinking about? But the difference is I laughed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the old me would have gone, you silly yeah. so and so, expletive. Yeah. Okay. And the, the inner dialogue voice is, pretty nasty mine has been particularly nasty so it's not that stuff doesn't happen yes yeah but this I can deal with the circumstances so the truth is I've been very busy I was working very late last night I was and there's something needs to give a wee bit here yeah and so I get the message that is a message to me yes it's a message when I am looking down at my you know, shoes with the heel, virtual, you know, the platform. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, about about to try and do a, a thrust, you know, a squat thrust. It's like, no, but the difference is that my, my relationship with myself is better. Yeah. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Have you heard Paradise Movement is expanding? Our app has launched and it has been carefully crafted for those who are beginning your spiritual journey and seeking support, far along in your spiritual journey and looking for expansion, feeling alone, lost or curious about your healing self or purpose, need support but are unsure of where to find your truth and are looking to challenge yourself to grow within wellness or spirituality. Are you drawn to crystals, chakras, astrology, manifestation, shadow work, energy healing, spirit guides, meditation, EFT tapping, Chinese medicine, or any other alternative healing method? We have a group of insightful healers who have prepared courses and programs chosen just for you. Our focus is on making spirituality and wellness accessible, easy to find, and for every stage of your journey. We are here to help you feel loved, inspired, aligned, connected, grounded, intuitive, supported, in harmony, free and expanded. So come over to the Paradise Movement app and download it for yourself, for you to feel good about yourself. It is available on the Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. Your future self will thank you. So go and download it now. And that's the key thing, I think, as well. If you have been told consistently in your life that you are not good enough or, yeah, you fail your exams or then someone dumps you or, yeah, your parents don't like you or, yeah, say, oh, well, you can't do that. And actually, my, my father, he is very much in that opinion, but I don't even think he realizes that either, as in like, there's always a negative. So if you think you've done really well, there'll always be a negative that he will come out with. And you're like, what? Why? But obviously, now doing what I do, I know that there is a lot more to it in his past. And actually, I've brought it up a few times with him, but he's like, no, no, of course it's not. No, it's not. But if you want, if you don't want to believe it, you will never heal. But you need to start from yourself and you need to help yourself first. And there are two that's so, so true, Gemma. And there are two parts to that. One of them is that if you can imagine that your dad, with you know you know as uh, uh kate my niece works with me here and she was saying the other day she read and she thought it was great you know it's like you walked into the middle of a movie yeah 
No, you walked in. The stage was say you walked into the middle of a movie. Your father, they had their problems, they had their issues, yeah. and you came in in the middle of it. You know, and dad, because his his idea is let's not talk about it. Let's yeah. not if we don't talk about it, it'll go away. And yeah. we know that's not true. Yeah. Uh, the second part, if, if there's someone who happened to be listening to this, who says, I understand how he feels, and I agree. Yeah. Um, the, the As ones who have, as people who have dealt with the pain, let me tell you, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. Yes, yeah. It's not as bad. It's scary. It's daunting, but it's doable. And the reward you know, the thing that people say to me more than anything else, Gemma, I'm sure you know this as well. Why didn't I get here sooner? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if only I had come to you sooner, you know. Uh, so it's, you know, the message is one of hope and excitement. You know, don't miss your life. You know, as we as we record this, we're, you know, it's the we're in mourning uh, for the Queen. And, you know, I've been reflecting on her death over the last couple of days yeah and you know who wants to die that way absolutely she was working on Tuesday right up you know Tuesday yeah. she met the new prime minister and yeah. you know say goodbye to Boris and you know and on Thursday she was dead yeah she was doing what she wanted to be yeah. in my in my I don't know we you know we give meaning to anything everything yeah so yeah it yeah. looks as though it looks as though she was right up to 96. She was do, doing what she wanted to do. And then she died. Yeah. And who doesn't want to have a life like that? Yeah. You know, yeah. where you are doing what you, know, you do and you don't yeah. want to retire or. Yeah. And, and this is what I say to people. If anybody, if one person listened to this, hears this, don't die with your music still in you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Do not die with your music still in you. I nearly died. You know, I nearly died with cancer and uh, it was the wake up call. You know, it, I was able to say I said yes to the surgery and I said no to the chemotherapy and radiation, you know, and it was the biggest no yes. to all the fear that had been driving me all my life. And the biggest yes to my truth. Yeah. Yeah. That you absolutely can have control over your mind, yeah. your body and most of all your spirit. Yeah. Definitely. No matter what anybody says, obviously, because I don't know how you feel about this, but doctors and that kind of healthcare system will always want the money. So they will always want you to go down that route. Whereas if you are more spiritual and more holistic style, then you will want to heal yourself first or try to. Well, well, I, I, I do. I, I truly believe that there are a lot of really well-meaning nurses, doctors, and they are, you know, money's not the first thing they're thinking about. They're trying to help people, but they don't know what's possible. They, the only solution is, you know, a pill or an antidepressant or, and which, which, you know, they, they cause depression. We know now, we know what they cause. So there are a lot of people who are well-intentioned doing them, but it's the big pharma. Yeah, it's the, the you know the, the money behind uh the system you know as you know it's not a healthcare system it's a disease care system it's a it's a it's a management system yeah it's a symptom management system yeah Sym- they manage the symptoms so if someone turns up suicidal they manage the symptoms so if they can anesthetize them enough with 
pills. Yeah. That acknowledges the symptom. But yeah. what we've got to do is go to the root cause. And what drives everything yeah. is beliefs and emotions. Yeah. Yeah. When we know how to navigate our way through the emotions. Like this morning, when I'm looking at the wrong shoes, I went, for God's sake, Deirdre, what? <laughs> But I was able to laugh at it. Yeah. I did, they only would have gone, you yeah. silly so-and-so. Look, you've done it again. You've screwed up again. You've messed up again. So I, I know how to quieten the inner dialogue. And when we change our beliefs, when we, and this is what the work is about, it's about finding the belief and rewriting it, actually you know, and there's a, I have a way that the stress solution system does it in a way that's safe, that is, um, you know, people, people's biggest fear is who will I be? Yes. Who will I be without my story? Who will I be without my identity? Yeah. You know, if I take, if you take that away, what are you going to give me instead? Yeah. You know, um, don't take away, you know, my rheumatoid arthritis. Don't take away my fibromyalgia. Don't take away, at least I've got a diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least now I know what's causing it. Yeah. And so it's it's it it requires um uh a, a superior GPS to to navigate your way through all these emotions. It but yeah. yeah. But I, I'm very happy that I believe that I have found that. And uh, you know, I've worked with well, I've worked with all there are you know, Olympic athletes come into my head, um, children come into my mind, um, old people, young people, rich people, poor people, you know, healthy people, sick people, fat people, thin people. You know, what drives us all is our desire for peace and happiness. Yeah. And, and what if you could have a route to that? Yeah. And uh, that's what I believe you know, I have through my own personal journey and and my father was part of it. And, yeah, yeah. You know, today I, I know how to be at peace with uh, my father. Funny, um, it's really interesting, Gemma. I do uh, a slot on a local radio station here in Northern Ireland. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, on uh, on a Monday. It's called Mindset Mastery Mondays. And uh, um very very interestingly we were talking yes yesterday i was talking about uh, grief and loss because of the circumstances um around the passing of the queen and i thought it was fitting to talk about how to deal with grief and loss and so i was talking about that and uh, uh a man got in touch with me last night he sent me a message and how interesting he said are you uh, is Joe your father? My father's name was Joe. He said, "Is your father Joe?" And I went, "Yes." <laughs> and uh, and you know, because it was on Facebook, it kept giving the automated response. I'm so oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. And if I like to buy my program and blah 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 blah. Oh dear. And he said, "Is this you, Deirdre? Is are you Joe's daughter?" And I said, "Yes, I am." And he told me the story of um of um. He said, "You know, I was a policeman in your town." And like the population of my town is only like, you know, five or six thousand people. Yeah. And he said, I was a policeman in your town and I got to know your father very well. Oh, and I used wow. to walk um, down the street and he would always stop me and he would go and get me an ice cream. Oh. Um, 
and or a bun and have a chat and uh, and that was difficult in the times because we lived in the troubles and uh it you know it was dangerous to speak to yeah. police it yeah. was it was dangerous to speak to policemen wow. and uh, he said that um uh my father um uh the night that uh, the 999 call came through that my my father went into a local river he drowned himself oh. And uh, he said the 999 call came through and they said it was Joe Maguire. And he said, I cried. Oh, and, wow. uh, he said, um, I now come to Newcastle and um, I go to the graveyard and oh. um, my ex-partner, I, I pray and at the grave of my ex-partner and I always go over to your father. That's amazing. Or to his grave. Isn't that amazing? And That's that was so only lovely. last night. Wow. That was only, yeah. Oh, I've got goosebumps. Oh, it's amazing. Unbelievable. So this is why we do this work, Gemma, because yes. we don't know who we're reaching. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know who, you know, who's the direction of someone's life can just tweak. Yeah. You know, and you know, we were talking about airlines before we come on here. And I was telling you, I used to work as an airline stewardess. And uh, you were saying about, um, you know, we were talking about the airline world, you know, and, and there a plane only has to change one degree, one degree, you know, uh, when it's in flight to change the entire direction. If you change, if you're flying to New York and you change the sat nav by one degree, you end up in L.A. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, so this is the same for us, you know. We, we can do something today might just land with someone listening to this yeah you know, think, well maybe that girl's got a funny accent but yeah maybe, <laughs> Love maybe I, get, I get I get what she's saying yeah and, yeah. and that's oh, that's how it happens there's yeah. there's not necessarily the big aha moment in no. life it's it's daily incremental changes yeah and suddenly yeah. you wake up and say how did I get here yeah you know how how do I, you know, you know, I've done the drinking, the smoking, the partying, the overeating, the overworking, the overexercising, the over, over, fill in the blank. I've done it all. And today, you know, I get up early. Okay, I wore the wrong shoes, but I went to that gym. No one. <laughs> I come back, I do my meditation. I take care of me. I, you know, you know, connect with, you know, my, my niece, Kate, works with me here. We have fun. We laugh. You That's know, the good thing you need to do that, don't you? Bring the fun into your life, no matter what is going on. I think, and and especially with suicidal people, they feel that they can't bring the fun in. They don't have it. They've lost their spark, I suppose. Well, the, the um the common theme among people who are suicidal is that people are better off without me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm actually I can't be here. And actually, you know something, I'm such a burden on you. I would actually, you, you'll be better off without me. Yeah. You know, that can be a common theme. And if anyone is listening to this, you know, you know, reach out to somebody, speak to someone. It's not true. Do, you know, it's, it's, it's a, you know, it's a silly thing to do. It's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Yes. You know? yeah. And um, so, sorry. Um, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And uh, what if, uh, what if there is another way? Yeah. What if there is uh, another way? I mean, I've had suicidal thoughts, you know, and th they don't come, you know, they just come out of the blue. It was just there. And I just thought, you know, it'd actually be easier to drive on in here into the river, into the, 
yeah. that was a suicidal thought yeah and it's it's you know it's a thought yeah and you yeah. understand what a, a thought is yes. and what it isn't yes yeah you know, what it isn't it isn't who you are there yeah. will be another thought along in a minute and you can change your thought you know and when you change the thought then the direction that one we one percent that's, yeah. that's just a wee 1%. That's all. We don't need to have the big one, but yeah. just have a little one. And then, you know, it'd be imagine if you missed what's possible in yeah. your life. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And two things to sum up today's conversation. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. Sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, so yeah. What do you think? Two things to sum up today's Oh, to sum up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't die with your music still in you. Yes. <laughs> you know, do not miss your life. Do not miss your life. Okay. And the other one that I always say, and I may not have talked about it enough today, but I really do mean it. Be nice to you. Yeah. You know, be kind to you. You know, Whatever you're believing, you remember when you used to believe in Santa, you know, when you never you believed in the tooth fairy and then you change the belief. What if the belief that's driving you today could be different? And yeah. if it was if it was a different belief, how would your life unfold? Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. And what uh, where can we find you? What's your website address or your social media channels? Okay, so I'm deirdremaguire.com. That's the easy. Um, on Instagram, I'm deirdre.maguire. And it's D-E-I-R-D-R-E. -E. Um, so yeah, you can pretty much find me there. I'm on Facebook and all over the place. I've got a free YouTube channel. Um, it's uh, youtube.com forward slash wisdom of Ireland, all one word. Um, but if you go to um, any of those places, you'll find me. Excellent. Oh, thank you so much. It's been an incredible conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gemma. I really, really enjoyed this. And thank you for, uh, um, you know, I really love the idea that you're over in England. I'm over in Ireland. Yeah. At the moment. This is the time of the morning of the Queen. And uh, that uh, there's something uh, very respectful and reverence about uh, honouring the life of a woman. Yes. Of a woman, a powerful woman in this time. So yeah. yeah. Thanks a million, Maya. Thank you very oh, much. Thank you. It's been great. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon.